Welcome to the Raising Confident Teens podcast, where we share life and leadership skills for teens and their parents. I'm Jenna. And I'm Rachel. Hope you guys, this week is off to a great start. So today we are going to be talking about one free way to eliminate stress in your life. In fact, you may get paid for doing this, and I don't mean by your parents. I don't know about you guys, but when my surroundings are a mess, I feel stressed out. And I don't know if it's always a conscious feeling. Sometimes I'm just depressed and I don't know why. I've heard from a lot of parents that say their teens rooms look like a bomb exploded. So we just thought we'd chat a little bit about that and give you some pointers maybe on how straightening up your room can help you straighten up your life. So how does it make you feel when your room is a mess? Well, for me, I feel anxious and stressed out. Especially if it's something I can't clean up because it's someone else's mess. Hint, hint. Anyway, think about it yourself. If your room is a mess a lot, a lot of the time, how does it make you feel? I know that some of you want to be able to have your own space that's yours, and I get that. But do you like not being able to find anything? And the stress of getting dressed in the morning and you're trying to find clothes that are clean and you have to dig through piles trying to find stuff. Ask yourself, is my reason for, for having my room like this when I, tell, when I tell my parents I like living in a messy space, is that really true or is that an excuse for being lazy? Just be real with yourself. We're not going to come over to inspect your room or anything. But we're wanting to be leaders, right? And leaders tell themselves the truth, even if it sometimes is a little hard. This is an important life skill, keeping your room clean and organized. And you want to be treated like a grown-up, and so this might be a good step to take. Uh, Your future spouse will certainly thank you. Plus, you don't want bugs and mice and stuff in your room because you have all kinds of food containers and leftovers in there. Yeah, that's. I, I see pictures sometimes of p- what parents find under their kids' beds growing, and, and that's just gross. <laughs> I don't know if you were trying to hide it, hide it from them, or you're just too lazy to get up and take your bowl to the kitchen, but we can do better, guys, right? My room's not spotless. Uh, my girls' rooms are actually cleaner than mine. I have a few small piles in my room. Actually, I have a bunch of piles in my room right now. I'm going to be totally honest. At our house, we have been doing the great bed rotation. It feels like like we've been moving beds everywhere. So Rebecca decided that she didn't want a bunk bed anymore. She wanted a adult bed. Is that what she called it? Yeah, okay. we'll just call it that. An adult bed. <laughs> So we moved her bed downstairs into Eric's room. And it wasn't just a bed. It was like a whole system. Like desk, some bookshelves that were built into it because it's a loft bed. Right. The ladder. And it was really heavy and lots of pieces. So that took a day pretty much of moving his bed down. And then we built her a bed and put it up in her room and then we took our bed and moved it to 
we gave it to Ashton, and he lives in an apartment in another town, so we we drove it over there, and then we went to my brother's and picked up a bed he was get, giving us because they're moving into an RV, so it's been like just moving beds everywhere. So the reason I'm telling you the story is when uh, when we were moving stuff around in Rebecca's room, we she had all those bookshelves in the loft bed, so we had to take off all the books and records and all art and stuff she had on on that and so we just had piles in her room while we were waiting to get the other bookshelf in there and the bed and she she just kept wanting she's like when are we going to get done when are we going to finish this because it was really making her anxious and I don't know if I had that awareness when I was younger of my surroundings how my surroundings really made me feel I don't know if I was aware that, that it was connected. Um, but so, so to go along with that, let's talk about what are the advantages of having a clean room? Well, first, your mind feels better. Yeah. The anxiety is lowered. And you're going to be able to sleep better because your unconscious is not going to be all worked up because your room is a mess. You're, you're, going, to be, you're going to feel more peaceful and you'll sleep better. And you also will be able to find things easier. Yeah. So the whole, um, I'm trying to find my clothes in the morning. There's a pile in the bottom of my closet. Let me dig through that and see if I can find my favorite shirt. You're not going to have to deal with that. So if you like to sleep in, this is a good hint, hint, hint for you. If you straighten up your room, you're going to be able to sleep in later because you're not going to have to be spending so much time trying to find your clothes. And another great tip that um, I try to do every night is lay out your clothes the night before so you know what you're going to wear the next day. I also do this every morning before, every night, sorry, <laughs> before school so I don't have to worry about it in the morning. Right. I think that helps with the, just the being able to relax at night. The more stuff you can get done the night before, because your mind is, your mind is like, Thinking, I have to pick out my clothes, I gotta make my lunch, I gotta, you know, pack my bag. Your mind is going through that in the subconscious. So if you get it all done, your mind is gonna relax and be able to sleep better. Um, so this, this is an important point I'm gonna talk about right here. If you are a teenager, your mom should not be cleaning your room. So, Maybe when you were little, she helped you clean your room. And maybe every once in a while she comes in and helps you clean. But she should not be cleaning your room. Uh, what's going to happen when you move out to college or in a place of your own and your mom's not there? Are you going to call her up and say, Mom, come over. Please help me clean my room. I don't think so. And your college roommate is not going to be wanting to live in your mess or the person you marry. They're not going to want to be always cleaning up after you. You're old enough now, you can do it. If you go if you go to a if you go to the house of somebody that you like, Jenna, put you on the spot here, and you walk past the room and it looks like a tornado went through, does that give you does that make you say, "Oh, I really like that?" Or does that say, "Oh my, it would definitely be the oh my. Right. And that doesn't mean you're a bad person if your room's like that. 
because this is a learnable skill. You can learn how to keep your room clean. Um, I just know that if if you don't get a handle on this and then you get married, it could cause a lot of nagging and unneeded stress. Right. And one person's going to be resentful because the other person's not cleaning and the other person's going to be upset because you're nagging them and they're treating them like a little kid. So let's just get used to doing it now and get in the habit. If you have a messy room and want to give your parents a heart attack and make them really happy, declutter your room. Yes. I know if you're sharing a room with a sibling, uh, this can be a little more challenging because the only thing you can really control is your side of the room. But you can do that. Make that your little oasis. Maybe you can put a curtain or a divider up and just pile all their stuff on their side of the room. <laughs> be like your little... Section. Yeah. So let's just talk about some basic steps. If you've never decluttered before, let's help you get going. Uh, Do not feel like you have to do the whole room at once. That can be very, very overwhelming, especially if you have a big mess. Maybe set a timer for 30 minutes, put some music on, recruit a friend or a family member who who would be a good person to do this. Not somebody that's going to say, oh, you really should keep that because some friends are like that. Whenever, I, whenever I'm decluttering, I always try to get Jenna because Jen, Jenna is hardcore and she doesn't like, she, if, you, if you're like, oh, but I really, really want it. I like, she's, she like really drills down to, why are you keeping that? It's a piece of junk, right, Jenna? If I don't need it, I'm not going to keep it because then if I was wasting space on it, on something I could need the point of keeping is kind of useless right if i'm never going if i use it once in what 10 years right you could just go buy another one yeah right a lot of people spend a lot of money on storage a lot of adults spend a lot of money on storage um keeping things which they can't really find when they need to go get them um and the amount the money they spend on that storage they could have bought the thing over and over and over and over um so that's a good point So a good first step, go through the room and throw away all the obvious trash. Pick up your dirty clothes, put them in the hamper, or start a load on your washer. And then go and get three boxes or bags. What what should these three boxes be for, Jenna? One is going to be for things you throw away. The next one is things that don't belong in your room that need to be taken to another part of the house. And then the last one is for stuff to donate or sell. Right. So set out your three boxes and then just pick a section to do. Maybe it's your desk or your dresser or one section of your closet. Uh, go through it and ask yourself some questions. What, what would be some good questions we could ask ourselves, Jenna? Does it still fit? When was the last time I used it? Do I really need it? Right. Those are all good. Um, does it have holes maybe or stains? Is it still functioning? Right. So so take everything out of that area you're working on and then make a decision about each item as you're putting it back. And when your timer goes off, stop. Unless you're so enjoying your progress and you want to keep going. Um, but you could just work on it a little bit every day until you have it done. 30 minutes a day or an hour a day or every other day. Whatever. Whatever works for you. 
Okay. So and while you're doing this, think about what things could make this easier in the future. Maybe you need a hamper or a trash can in your room. After you've gotten some of this done and your parents see your progress, maybe you could talk to them about anything that you think might help you make your room more cozy and comfortable and help you keep it less messy. Maybe you want to paint a wall or buy some shelves or a desk. Especially if you're willing to work to help buy the stuff. If you came to me, Jenna, and said, Mom, I really need some help with my organizing my room. Can we buy this? I, I think I would be open to listening and helping, right? Especially if you're, if you're trying really hard to keep your room clean. You know what else you could do? Earlier we said you could make money doing this, right? What did we mean by that? Well, the box of stuff that you have to donate or sell, go through, go through it and see what could be sold. We've sold a lot of stuff lately, haven't we, Jenna? Yes, we have. <laughs> On Facebook Marketplace, you could use eBay, or I know for clothes, you could use Poshmark. Is there another site you could use, do you know of? Well, that I know of. I know there probably is, but not off the top of my head. I'm sure that you might have a friend who knows all about these things. Like, you know, we all have these friends that like to buy clothes and might know, like, some sites where you can sell stuff. Could give you some pointers. These days, it's fairly easy to do. It's like, this is a great business idea for... If you're looking for a business to do and you're good at clothes, you, you know a lot about clothes... You can make an entire business out of selling yours, your family's, your friends' clothes that they're not no longer want. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and this guy was talking about his daughter, who just started out. She would go to she would go to thrift stores and find some clothes that she knew would sell online and buy them. She'd wear them herself for like five or six weeks, and then turn around and sell them for more than what she paid. So she was like flipping clothes like people flip houses. And 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 he said that her the quality of her clothes just gradually got better and better and better because you know she started out with a little bit, did it, and then she made money, and then so she was basically getting to wear her clothes for free. because she'd buy them at the thrift store, wear them for a few months, turn around and sell them for more than what she paid for. So she was getting paid. To wear clothes. So this is a great idea if you're good at clothes and, and have a lot of knowledge about clothes. You you need to be careful though. We remember we're trying to declutter, not load up your room with a bunch of clothes. So you might need to set yourself a budget and say I'm only going to spend this much money on clothes, um, and then I need to get get some out as I or or have a certain amount number of clothes you know once you get over that number you got to start selling stuff or giving it away all right i hope our conversation was helpful for you today uh, we'd love for you to leave us a review if you are enjoying our podcasts just, how how can they do that jenna just go to our podcast page on your player where it lists all the episodes and scroll down to the bottom and you will see ratings and reviews you can tap to rate and also right below that you can write a review Parents, also feel free to join us over in our free Facebook group. You can find it by searching for Raising Confident Teens Community. Have a great week.